and welcome back to the Music Works Microcast, business and mindset tips for music professionals. I'm Katie Beardsworth, founder of Polyphony Arts, and this week I want to look at the painful question of how we deal with rejection. First, here's a message from our sponsor. Music Works is generously supported by Allianz Musical Insurance, the UK's number one musical instrument insurer with cover for all types of instruments and musical equipment, protecting you against accidental damage, loss, theft and more. Every Allianz Music policy also includes free legal assistance and support, so you can protect yourself both as a musician and in your personal life. Find out more at alliancemusic.co.uk. Allianz, serving the music community since 1960, proud to be the insurer of choice for over 70,000 musicians. I started last week's episode looking at how one of the main themes of this season's microcasts has been how we perceive our personal and professional challenges and how we can develop strategies and behaviours to address these. However, we all know that however hard we work and however we strategize both mentally and practically to develop our careers, we will at some point encounter rejection. And that is most especially true in the arts. But there are ways that we can handle rejection to limit the damage it may do. Ways we can look clearly at what has happened and even take a positive forward from what may at the time feel like the worst moment of our lives. Rejection is hard. It hits us in that vulnerable place where our self-doubt and that pesky inner imposter lurk and make us question everything of value in ourselves. It can be the rejection of an audition where we don't get the role or gig. It can be even a harsh review of a performance. However it comes, rejection is painful. So the first piece of advice I want to give you is accept that pain, acknowledge the hurt. A University of Michigan study found that rejection actually activates the same parts of our brain as physical pain does. So if the experience feels like a wound, that's because your brain is programmed to think it is one. My next piece of advice is grieve the loss. Grieving takes time. It's a process we have to work through and it's not one that can be rushed. Don't be too quick to shrug off that no and tell yourself it doesn't matter. If it really didn't matter, why were you putting yourself out there in the first place? Of course it mattered, even in a small way. Know that you've been wounded and it will take time to recover, but you will recover in time. My next two pieces of advice may appear contradictory, but bear with me. The first is, don't blame yourself. This tends to be our default position when we see ourselves as having failed in anything. I've spoken before in this podcast about imposter syndrome and self-doubt, so I'm not going to revisit that. But you may want to go back to those episodes, try microcasts four and six if you want to hear. There may be things you can learn, but don't immediately assume that you were rejected because you didn't make the grade. Which takes me to my next tip, embrace the rejection. This isn't the same as don't blame yourself. Instead, I'm suggesting that you should, first of all, put yourself in the shoes of the people who have turned you down and try to see why they may have said no to you. Be realistic. It may not be simply black and white. Life seldom is. Rejection may feel very personal, but often it isn't really. It helps to take a more dispassionate view of the circumstances so you can do what you need to do next, and that is take the positives, learn and grow. But before you do that, there's one other step I urge you to take when you're feeling the pain, and that is to set it aside for a moment and take the time to celebrate what is great about you. Guy Winch, psychologist and author of Emotional First Aid, Healing Rejection, Guilt, Failure and Other Everyday Hurts, sees this as hugely important. 
The most important thing we need to do to heal the emotional wound rejection creates is to revive our self-esteem by focusing on what we do bring to the table, Winch says. Sit down and make a list of all the things that make you great. And I don't just mean in your professional life. You are made up of hundreds of positive qualities and achievements. This rejection is only one incident in your life. If you're not used to thinking about yourself this way, then now is the perfect time to start. It's a way to build resilience. And resilience is what will keep you going through rejection and prepare you for the success that will happen. When I said you should embrace the rejection, it should be from the position of resilience. When you are resilient, you are not afraid to look objectively at the role you may have played in your own rejection and learn any lessons you may need to move on and succeed the next time. Remember, self-examination is not the same thing as self-criticism. Self-criticism will only make you feel worse. Maybe there were things you could have done better. Don't beat yourself up. Take the lesson and move on. And this is important. Keep putting yourself out there. We heard that message from composer Helen Lyon in an earlier microcast this season. Persistence is vital. If you believe in yourself, you will have the motivation to persist. And if you're still struggling, step back and look not at all the possibilities you feel your rejection has shut down, but instead look at the possibilities it may have opened up. There will always be other opportunities. Tell yourself you may have missed that particular bus, but maybe that's left you free to grab your place in that top model sports car which is waiting for you around the corner. Okay, it's a cheesy metaphor, but you get what I mean. Finally, reach out to the people around you who can see how great you are and make you feel valued. We all need to feel we belong and rejection unsettles that. Share the hurt and share the joy. Just because one small set of people didn't see that, it doesn't mean it's not there to be seen. Listen to the friends, family and people you admire and respect, the folk who love you and admire you and respect you back. Yes, you've been bruised, but bruises heal. I'll leave you with a thought from the writer Stephen King. In his book On Writing, the multi-million bestseller describes how he began posting rejection slips on the wall above his desk when he was still only 14 until eventually the nail would no longer support the weight of the rejection slips impaled upon it. What was King's response? I replaced the nail with a spike and kept on writing. The rest, as they say, is history. If this microcast has struck a chord, you can find like-minded people at Polyphony Arts. Our personally tailored strategic career coaching program is perfect for anyone wanting to develop their career. We know one size definitely does not fit all. For more free music business and mindset tips and thoughts, subscribe to Music Works on any podcast platform and sign up to our mailing list on our website, polyphonyarts.com slash mailing dash list. Music Works is generously supported by Allianz Musical Insurance, the UK's number one musical instrument insurer, serving the music community since 1960, proud to be the insurer of choice for over 70,000 musicians. Find out more at allianzmusic.co.uk. Thank you for listening. Thank mm-hmm. you.